Welcome to the Other Worlds GG Community Cast. This is episode number 41. I am Table for Two, and I am joined as always, well, not as always, but as usual, most of the time, Mellified and Alien Pickle. How are you guys doing today? They mostly come out at night. Mostly. Mostly. That's true. Uh, we're we're going to do this episode's a follow-up. This is going to be a part two to our first one, where we're going to cover more news from the last five weeks that... Uh, tickled our fancy that we thought we'd like to, like to talk about, and uh, um, I'd love to go into the hey how are yous, but we literally just did that. So literally, <laughs> Lit- literally, <laughs> um, AMD's Radeon vulnerability hall shows why you should always update your GPU drivers. Now, see, I could say a thing or two about updating GPU drivers, but in this case, you've you've yes. had a bad run, admittedly, lately. But, so it's it's the uh, it's literally the the worst like experience. Well what's goofy to me is you have these new games that come out and they want the latest and greatest driver and they tell you that before you launch them. I'm like, hey, listen, I'm okay. I, I got the I got the driver from July. We're here in like October, it's okay game, calm down. And it's just like, no, you need to update this shit. And it's just like, well I thought I had a, I thought I had immunity, so I'm sorry. Can you explain what it is like, oh, this driver version is optimized for new game that just came out yesterday, right? So, yes. like, why is the game, why does the game require a manufacturer to update the drivers to make the it, game it, better? It doesn't require it, but what AMD does a little bit and, and NVIDIA does a lot is they put in game specific hacks. So they look for the executable name and they load up like a, a bunch of hacks where they'll say, okay, this game doesn't use this feature. So we're going to turn it off or it, it only does this. So we're going to tweak the way the driver behaves just for that game. And they have a whole team of people whose job it is to work with the developers on early builds of the game um, to, you know, tweak the engine um yeah it, and then if i run geforce experience it detects the game and retweaks it again right well and that's yeah, just like your quality the, settings right but also if you have geforce experience set to do that you can turn that off well i mean i don't mind if it optimizes the thing and actually makes it better well whatever. better better I, according to who though that's the thing so I wish that there was a way you know how like in geforce Cause, settings because to them better state, could be motion blur on jim well, <laughs> strangely, what I was about to say is, you know how you go into the 3D settings and you say, okay, I want anxiotropic filtering at 16. To, don't let the game decide, right? I just right. want motion blur off. Don't let the game decide. And then I never have to go into the options ever again. That's that's correct. Yeah. I wish that was a thing. I agree with you. Um, so NVIDIA's new tech uses AI to automatically match voice lines to animated faces. Was this really that big of an issue, or did I miss something? Yes, yes, it is a freaking huge issue, right? Like, if you remember, whenever, whenever they were making, uh, um, crap, I can't think of the name of the game. I just Shit. think of those the double damage vanquists. No, it's uh the the space thing, right? They made the the second game, and I can't think of what the hell the name of it was, right? It was Starcism? Eric. Eric it, well, it was Eric Schaefer and uh, Travis Walt, Wal- yeah, Waldry, I think his name was. Oh, so so um, are you saying that this is to match the like mouth shape of the words being spoken? 
Right, because they were talking oh. about like how much of a pain in the ass it, it was when they took all the the voice or Travis Baldry. That's that's the guy. Um, I just for some reason I cannot remember the name of the freaking game. It's killing me. But anyway, that when they were developing the thing and we had them on the other show, then they were talking about like how much of a drain it was on development because they had to go in and like manually map all the voice lines to lip movements and stuff, and it just sucked. No, I so, see what you're saying now. You're you're talking about actually matching the way the animated face moves its mouth to match the, the audio lines the being spoken. Yeah. So like right. if I say the word for, like the mouth forms to look like it's actually say like so a lip reader might be able to actually look at it and be like, hey, I can without audio I can see what they're saying. Well, that's the next level, but even to just get the lips to flap in the correct timing. Like, even if it's just a generic, like, Half-Life 2 looking, you know, like the, oh my gosh, oh, the mouth Gordon, move. Gordon, you are here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a ventriloquist dummy, you know, it's just the bottom half of the mouth moves up and down. I always, yeah. always loved, I always loved the faces in Star Fox 64, where it was like, where you have Pippi the frog, his mouth is moving a mile a second, and he's just yelling no, but he's doing this as he's yelling no. It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh my god, and like... Uh, well, one of the interesting side effects of stuff like this, though, is what do you do if you have a, an AMD graphics card or with Intel coming out with their own high-end GPU, right? We're going to have this split in the market where you're, oh, well, you bought that game. That game only works with Intel's special wazoo whoosie what's it. Oh, you yeah. bought this game and you have to have an NVIDIA card. I need more PCI slots because I'm gonna have to have three different graphics card to optimally play all the games. Like, well, I feel well, that's, like that's it's more of a it would be a better developer tool than anything, right? Like, let me bake the animations in. You don't have to do them like in real time or whatever. Now, yeah, where I, I could see that it would be cool in real time would be like in uh, in the Facebook metaverse when you're talking right then it could like lip sync your guy to whatever well you could also do it for translations right if you have a game yeah. that's got japanese and english audio right but um, that also doesn't need well, to be real time so the real time so, scenario is real human in chat talking to me so i've yeah. tried this by the way i've tried this out i've actually i'm speaking from experience here when i say star citizen actually has this facial mapping tech where if you have a camera when you're talking, it'll actually like pick up your mouth movement and try and sync it up with the. And I was a little surprised at how pretty well that kind of worked. Hmm. So like, if I was just to like open up my mouth just to be like, you know, ah, uh, like it would without making sound. If I just opened up my mouth, my character's mouth would open. So like, I didn't even have to say anything. It was still tracking what my face was doing and mimicking that on the character. And I was a little impressed by. Just the simplest of things. <laughs> so. Anyway, what well, else we got? Uh, yeah. Um, I, I thought it was interesting, just some, some speculation looking at the Intel GPUs that are going to be coming out next year. Uh, they look like they're real GPUs. Like, they're not screwing around. This isn't your, your grandpa's desktop uh, integrated graphics anymore. Um, they're actually building some some high end cards, so it's looks like we're gonna have some serious competition in the marketplace. I know AMD is rumored to also be uh, preparing their next generation high 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 end card. Uh, so we may have a three way race finally. You know, get get prices down because holy well, smokes, GPUs are expensive. Well, I wonder. I have two questions here. I wonder what this is gonna do to the GPU market. A and B, I wonder what this is going to do to AMD. 
because AMD, while they've been doing better, I guess I, I from from what I've been seeing, they at least seem to be doing better. Um, they're still like Nvidia is still considered the king here, right? Am I mistaken yes. on that or like? No, nope. so, Nvidia still owns the high end of the GP. So with a third one coming in, if they do well, I wonder what that's going to do for AMD. If if Intel somehow manages to surpass them, I'm not necessarily wishing for that or rooting for anything. I'm just kind of curious what a third player in the game is. It's kind of like when Microsoft entered the realm of the console market. And now you look at, you know, between like the, the old school Nintendo and the semi old school PlayStation at the time. It's just kind of interesting to see how Microsoft has far they've come entering into the realm after an established market. So, yeah, I mean, I right now, um, like I just built a computer four months ago, five months ago, and I put a high end AMD CPU in it and I put an Nvidia GPU in it yep. because those are the best, right? That's that's the fastest. Now, Intel just came out with their 11th generation desktop processor, which on some benchmarks is faster than the AMD, but not on all of them. And it has a bunch of compatibility problems because it's doing um, asymmetric computing where it's got slow cores that are low power and fast cores that are are high powered. Um, but when it beats the AMD chip, it does it consuming 100 watts more power. That's insanely hot. Yes, It's a 220 20 watt chip. So... Uh, you know, there's still there's still this competition going on. What is interesting to me is if you look at the marketplace right now, you've got AMD makes CPUs and GPUs, Intel makes CPUs and now GPUs, and then you've got NVIDIA who owns ARM, but nobody uses ARM for gaming on the desktop, and they make GPUs. So where does that leave NVIDIA? Yes, they have a huge market share right now, but when I can buy a motherboard CPU GPU bundle that is, you know, super high end and gets me everything I need that, you know, they're going to be able to kill Nvidia on pricing, I think. So I don't know. We'll see what happens, but I, I think it's a really interesting development in kind of the hardware space. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Um, um, speaking of not so interesting developments, uh, we got to see maybe the dark side of DRM uh, recently. Last weekend, Denuvo, who makes a lot of the root or the the cop protection for uh, games, let a certificate expire. I'm sorry, did you almost say root kits? Yes, <laughs> I almost did. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, well, that's how I feel about it. But anyway, but they <laughs> accidentally let their their um, well, they're saying their domain went down. Uh, for whatever reason, doesn't really matter. But they were unavailable for the games to check in with their servers, which meant you couldn't play a bunch of games. So this is where you know again the piracy like doesn't doesn't seem unreasonable like to crack a game you own just so you don't have to have the dependency on this server, which you know clearly they're not doing a good job of of keeping that running. Yeah, I thought it was. The idea with Denuvo was like you got everything but the executable to launch the game, and then you had to check in with the server, and it would know what CPU you had, and it would give you 
like a version of the executable that only works specifically on the CPU model you have. So mm. then you couldn't just mass distribute the thing because it would only work. Like if I have a, a 7700 i7, right, then only people with that exact model of CPU would be able to run. So I couldn't just throw it up on a, on a board, right? You'd need right. like a right. release for every G, every CPU. Um, I, I guess it's worse than that. So, I, I mean, like I figured like, well, once you acquired the thing, you're good, but apparently it has to like run full time in the background and constantly be, you know, it's, it's almost like a virtual machine that the game then runs in or some crazy business. Well, or it goes and gets that executable every time you launch the game, maybe. I'm yeah. not sure, but it certainly seems like I know, think, their servers I, I feel being like, down broke it. Yeah, I feel like Denuvo has has evolved beyond the time when I actually understood it into something <laughs> worse. Yeah, I, I haven't looked into the what it actually does, but it certainly has caused problems, and we've had documented examples of games running worse because Denuvo was involved. Uh, most recently, Resident Evil Village, uh, the pirates had the best version because they cracked the Denuvo and took it out. Um, and it ran better, which is sad. Now, now you know, Capcom went back and fixed it, but still. Yeah. But, um, but you bring up, like, their Denuvo going down and, like, hot on the heels of Guardians of the Galaxy coming out, right? And, like, a lot of people were like, I'm going to play it this weekend. Oh, no, yep. you're not, because it's out. Um, but if you had a, if you had it on console, then unaffected, right? So there's a point in favor of console ownership. And what I looked at was, like, well, I'd like to play it on PC, but I'd also like to play it on console. And if it was in the Microsoft Store and it had Play Anywhere, then I mm. buy it once and then I just sit where I want. Um, unfortunately not. And I think that that is because of the Denuvo, because the Microsoft store doesn't support Denuvo. It, you know, it's its own DRM. So yeah. Yeah. because they made the decision to go with Denuvo, it locked them out of the Microsoft PC presence. And hmm. then I didn't buy the game because I can't just play anywhere. So I'll wait for a sale. Thanks. Well, yeah, there wasn't, yeah. There wasn't some interesting news about uh, about this though, not not just this, but uh, about like anti cheats and DRM and stuff like that. This next story is pretty nuts. I was a little surprised to see this one. Um, Call of Duty is getting a kernel level anti cheat. Yeah, this is notorious, maybe infamous would be the word, uh, because the League of Legends developer Riot put this in for their Valorant uh, hero shooter game where they have a kernel level anti-cheat system that basically hooks everything in your system. And, you know, it's it's very invasive way to make sure that you're not running any cheat software. The other silly thing about it is it doesn't stop you from running your network traffic through a second computer that modifies your packets in transit, which is how a lot of these cheats typically work. So it helps with some of the problems, but obviously not everyone's going to want to have two computers just to cheat in a game. But um, the cheating in well, Call of Duty <laughs> has gotten so bad that players seem to be just perfectly happy to accept this, right? Yeah, I think it's it's like one of those things where it... it Cheater's going to cheat, right? And it's really an unfortunate thing because at what point are you cheating because you feel like you're inadequate and you need cheats to get ahead? I recently, so my boss has a couple of 12-year-old boys 
and we uh we did like a like a like a guys like bro night out we went and got some mexican stuff and you know because the the kids have an esports team at their school and so they wanted to like ask me questions and you know they know my boss knows like i do this podcast and this this and that and uh we got talking about gta 5 and they're like yeah we love like console mod like being able to like throw in some hacks here and there, but we don't want to do anything malicious. We just want to like spawn in our own cars. We don't want to like mess with other people's games. I was like, but you see the problem is though, is because that kind of attitude is so rampant, even though you're trying to maybe play the game your way without trying to affect others. It, uh, uh, unfortunately it inadvertently messes with everybody. And you know, if a game has some stuff designed, like it's different between like that and blizzard being like, well, we have some cheat codes, like, you know, power overwhelming that you can put into Starcraft to give you like, you know, God mode or whatever, you know, black sheep wall, I think was another one to remove the fog of war, you know, stuff like that. But like, that's something where that's built into the game to let you cheat for fun, as opposed to like, you're breaking the game because you don't feel like you're having enough fun in it. Like, is it too hard for you? And that's the thing that I keep running into, not just the, these kids, but I like, you see people online and granted, 12 i feel like might be a little too young to be playing gta but maybe i'm getting old but like but at the same time you know if if a if a game's too hard for you maybe hacking the game isn't the solution i don't know maybe maybe it's just it's weird so yeah yeah i i find it very strange that it's such a problem especially because on console it's so much less prevalent but the pc being an open platform you know i guess anybody can do anything they want well and let me be clear on this like hacking stuff for yourself for fun is one thing hacking mm -hmm. like games where other people are playing and too is disruptive and like can ruin other people from having fun and it happens all the time like you know jim and i would try to do heists and stuff like that in gta and then you've got these guys who are dropping like whales and like tanker vehicles and like all kinds of stuff on top of you and you're just like that's that's funny once but like when mm. that stops me from playing the game like for the rest of the day because sometimes yeah. those things can follow you if you don't reboot the game i remember someone turned gemini into like snowmen and like we loaded into a new session and we were still snowmen i was the, like dude the funniest thing was when we, we were driving along in our car and then suddenly we got teleported to the top of the tallest skyscraper in, in the town. And then a bunch of ice cream trucks spawned and a bunch of machine gun clowns started pouring out of the ice cream trucks. And, <laughs> and it was just like, what the hell is going on? But, you know, that was funny shit. And, and thankfully he let it go. Right. It's just like, it was a one-time thing, but yeah, when, when you get people that like, grab every player on the server and teleport them into the ocean or some stupid shit like that. And they're just obnoxious then. But, it, but the other thing that's terrible about that in GTA is how many people just log in and they're like, Hey, who's modding? Right? Like first thing, as soon as somebody comes in the server, it's like, who's cheating? Who can give me money? Yeah. And I, I think that says something about the economy in GTA online as yeah. well. It's like, I would rather risk a ban than try to actually grind for this. Yeah, yeah, good point. Well, it'll be interesting to watch the, the scene. I mean, if these kernel-level uh, anti-cheats become more prevalent, how many of them am I going to end up running on my system? 
because they're running all the time, whether you're playing the game or not, because they have yeah. to run at boot time. So I'm going to end up with what five or six of them going, you know, that worked great for antivirus. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's move on to uh, business and legal. Cause there's a story here that I really want to talk about because it's just more dumping on blizzard. Um, but overwatch two and Diablo four are delayed and both games will benefit from more development time. Great. Sure. That's fine. Here's the, here's the funny thing about this. That kind of just cracks me up a little bit. Um, now maybe I missed something, but I have not been able to follow overwatch two news at all. Like, I feel like we hear very little about overwatch two. Uh, nothing seems to be interesting about it because we really haven't seen anything more about it other than what they originally posted from what I remember. But the goofy thing was, is I feel like they announced Diablo 4 and then all of a sudden all the hype was on Diablo 4 and everyone stopped caring about Overwatch 2. Am I wrong in that? Did I mean, or did, did I miss something here? Uh, I think the problem is that Overwatch 2 is basically just the single player part of Overwatch that they didn't include. Because they're saying it's going to be compatible with Overwatch. All your skins, all your stuff will carry over to Overwatch 2. You know, so I don't think it has the same identity that, that Diablo 4 does as being kind of a standalone, you know, game. That's all I can tell you, though. That's, all, um, that's my theory. Sure. Well, and they're talking, they're talking, you know, in this article that we have here, uh, you know, teams on both games have made great strides towards completion, but more development time will enable better long-term post-launch support. Um, there's still no launch dates for either games, um, but they should be expected next year and not in 2023. So apparently we're going to get both of them next year. But again, I've, I've Overwatch 2 just had such a lack of anything noteworthy that I remember that everything became about all of their other screw-ups and then like Diablo 4. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's yeah. like they it's like they it's like they announced and launched remaster of Diablo 2 in the mix of all this stuff too. Now granted there wasn't as much development time there because they're already taking what exists and kind of up but that's not a small task, you know, and so they had to and they redid all the cutscenes and all the cinematics were improved and so I mean they there's a lot of work on other stuff that got done and they're working on their Diablo mobile game. So I just find it interesting that all these things seem to have more attention than games that were already announced that haven't come out yet before all of these things, if that makes any sense. So I don't know. I don't know what to say to that. Yeah, I don't have a good a good uh good answer for you. It's definitely interesting. Cool. What else we got here? uh roblox was offline for three days they had a pretty major outage i hate the game so i don't i just wanted oh, to include that to back. laugh at them oh uh it did come back unfortunately but um microsoft said that they are definitely not done acquiring game studios which is really interesting i'm not sure who's left like unless they do another major acquisition like uh zenimax bethesda um who who would they buy I can think I of some mercy killings that they could do. Well, I was about to say they could they could buy up Blizzard from Activision and just like you know, just shut it down. Well, then they just take the IP and and you know move it somewhere else. I guess. Yeah, but... Chinese phone games. 
You guys got phones, yeah. right? Yes, yes, we do. Um, I don't know. I, you know, I, I just found that interesting. Um, I've liked what Microsoft's been doing, so it doesn't really bother me or anything. But it just, uh, be interesting. Yeah, to see I just what feel they like they've do. got everybody that's interesting that I care about. Sega, maybe they have strategy games that could be, you know, brought over to console. Um, we don't have Total War Warhammer or. Well, and there was also that Sega announcement of partnership too with Microsoft recently, mm-hmm. where they were going to be working collaboratively on some things. So well, that, I, I guess I if I was Microsoft and I wanted to do maximum damage to the competition, I would look at like who produces the best exclusive Sony things that isn't Sony themselves. Remedy. That would, yeah, so that would be my target. Would be yeah. like I'm gonna acquire them just to get them off of that platform. Well, that might be might be smart if they could do it. Um we'll see what happens. They have a big uh a big announcement on the fifteenth of November. Um that's the twenty twentieth anniversary of Xbox or of Halo. Halo? Xbox. Halo. Um I I'm spacing on which one now, but there's a lot of speculation that that's going to be the release date for halo multiplayer that they're going to do a surprise drop on monday um for the anniversary that was the rumor yeah well um let's take that top one next malified sure so uh squid game is a netflix acquired series originally a korean show uh about a rich cabal that secretly recruits poor people uh, to a series of deadly children's games. Is that also and... Sony? Because I've noticed that the guards <laughs> actually have the triangle, circle, square. They do, yes. Yeah. Um, maybe there's some commentary there from the Koreans. I don't know. But uh, there was a Squid Game cryptocurrency making the rounds at early on when the show came out. And the uh, apparently it was a scam. And the folks behind it vanished with $3.3 million uh of other people's money so just a a little warning i have never seen anything advertised about cryptocurrency that wasn't a scam so maybe just keep (laughs) that in mind before you uh whether it's on discord or or you know on the web or whatever especially on discord especially on discord yeah um yeah it's always for sure well tell me tell me about what's going on with playdate so uh, the Playdate is this little goofy black and white um, original Game Boy style console whose big innovative feature arguably is the crank on the sides. You can use it as a fishing controller. Uh, the Doom port uses it to run the chain gun. You have to turn the crank to fire. And um, they also have a novel way of producing content for the console you're basically going to buy an annual pass and you will get one game every other week for a year. And that that first annual pass is included with the system, but when you open the system and activate it is when the clock starts. So it's not like if you buy it a year from now, you'll get all of the games that have already been released. They just give you a new one every couple of weeks. And the idea is to get you engaged with the games and you know have some fun with them. Um, so... Unfortunately, they've pushed it back to 2022 because of hardware difficulties. Uh, there's a global chip shortage. Global uh, supply chains are struggling to recover from COVID. And unfortunately, that Playdate news also came on the heels of Steam announcing 
a similar problem with the Steam Deck, where basically everything's getting pushed back about three months into 2022. Now, the good Steam news Deck. here, though, is that is they're projecting that they're going to start release in February, but wherever you were in your queue, you're going to stay in the same spot. You're just going to get moved back in the timeline. So, so they're they're letting people know that you're not going to lose your spot in line. That so, so that is. I mean, it's sad to see it get pushed back, but it's good to know that you're still reserved in your spot. So, it just means that I'll have to get mine this next summer, and that's okay. I'm okay with that. Um, I do. I'm looking forward to this next one. So, Jim, I have a question for you. Okay. Uh, what, what, what do you think Billy Mitchell's up to these days? Hot sauce. I, it makes mm, you I wonder, it, it makes you wonder if his hot sauce business is, uh, is doing well because man, he's, he's, he's at it again. The, uh, the former King of Kong, Billy Mitchell has finally taken twin galaxies to court. <laughs> yeah. Some, some people just need to let it go. Right? <laughs> That's what I yeah. Guess. yeah. So so here's so the the short short version as much as I can make it for those that are listening. So here's the deal with Billy Mitchell. Back in the day, he used to be a big arcade guy, uh making high scores, sending them into Twin Galaxies who was like at the time the official like record keeper of scores for um high scores in arcade games tons of people are doing it um within the last uh what 15 years there was a couple of documentaries that came out one of them was called the king of kong i think the other one was like chasing ghosts i think was the other one that was called um about the arcade scene in twin galaxies mitchell made a name for himself because he's apparently got the highest scores on some games but there was a controversy around whether or not they were legitimate scores that he submitted that maybe he used emulation rather than real hardware. Twin Galaxies stripped him of all of his stuff, which then the Guinness Book of World Records stripped him of all his stuff. But, however, based on evidence, apparently the Guinness Book of World Records has reinstated his scores based on, like, resounding evidence that, you know, is in his favor. And Twin Galaxies is still refusing to do so, so he's going to take them to court Twin Galaxies did try to do uh, an anti-slap like uh, thing where they were trying to get the they called an anti-strategic lawsuit against public participation or slap for short. Um, it's a it's apparently a mechanism used to ensure that frivolous lawsuits don't go to court. However, uh, the state of California second uh, appellate uh, knocked that down. So well, Mitchell yeah. M- Mitchell's taking them to court. Uh, I'm with you though, Jim, just fucking let it go. Like what reputation are you staking on this? Like, I don't understand. Like you're already like people know you as being an asshole. So like, I don't know what more you're going to accomplish from this. Like where, like even before, even before this controversy, he was known as being an asshole. So it's like, okay, go back to making hot sauce, Billy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah have, I, you enjoy know, your mullet, I, I you know, know i know in his mind a great injustice has occurred and he is just trying to you know correct the record like everyone's everyone's a, a hero in their own story do you know what i mean so like i believe that he has good intentions but i just don't have a whole lot of sympathy for a guy who uh can be such a jerk uh, frankly so yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with this one. Interesting. 
Well, shall we talk about our next story? It's a, uh, it's a doozy. Oh um, yeah. Let's so let's, let's go. If you've played the introduction to uh, Forza Horizon Five, one of the things they like to do is drop you out of the back of a plane in a car with a little parachute on it. And then when you hit the ground, the like casing pops off, the parachute flies away and you're driving, you're ready to go. So, uh, they recreated that stunt with a helicopter in real life and, uh, dropped a car to promote the game. Um, in, in Australia. So, yeah, yeah. And it almost and it almost didn't go well. Did you watch the video? Yes. yes. <laughs> the car. So the car is the car is on this wooden platform, and uh, the the chute starts to deploy, but the car flips over and it's like falling just straight down on its head. Like, and then the parachute finally takes and it flips it over. But for a hot second there, it looks like this could be really bad. <laughs> Yeah, they also uh, included in Australia, New Zealand, um, Age of Empire four demo discs in a in a popular breakfast cereal there. So you know clearly the the Xbox team in in Australia, New Zealand is is pretty creative and coming up with some interesting ways to spend their their marketing budget. But uh, hey, yeah, hey, I. Hey, hey. Yeah, I'm gonna post the picture of this in our memes. Jim, look in our memes chat at this cereal, this breakfast cereal. <laughs> whoa, lo, lo, lo's. Whoa, yes. It's it's a joke because of the damn priests in Age of Empires make that sound like. Whoa, lo, 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 lo. I so find Hunter, that hysterical. I'm sorry, but that's still, really funny. Do they still do it? Do they? Do they keep that? <laughs> yes. Like, yeah, it's in, it's in there. Yeah. So, <laughs> Hunter, I know that you are a man of culture. You're a man of of uh, refined taste. Um, debatable. It's true. It is debatable. I'll agree with that. <laughs> well, next time you uh, are in Fallout 76, you might be able to catch a digital acting troupe actually recreating the Globe Theater in the game and putting on a performance of Shakespeare's Macbeth uh, so, for 45 minutes. So theater in the park in, like, Shakes like in, in Fallout 76? In That's Fallout, yep. Wow. Yeah, the problem is that you can only get, like, what, 15 players on a server, so, how, yeah, their audience is pretty limited. Now, I could see it in Fortnite, though, right? Like, no, I can't. Wow, watching the video of this, this is pretty this is pretty legit. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a neat, it's an impressive performance, right? They they did a good job. And they streamed it on Twitch apparently too. That yeah. that is pretty spectacular. For, for those of you listening, go look this up cuz this is this is actually kind of cool. You know what? This drop is the, the kind video. Of, yeah, this is the kind of stuff that I actually love to see. I love seeing this kind of stuff cuz it's like this is, to me is like this is where I love the modding community, like the legitimate, like people who make, you know, conversion mods or, you know, people who do this kind of stuff, who put these kinds of things together. And like, 
form something fun out of the game rather than being a troll. This this is the kind of stuff that I love. There, thanks for posting it, Mel. So yeah, it'll be in our news section, um, in our Discord. So come on by and check that out. Discord at otherworlds.gg. Um, so when are they gonna have Ariana Grande in Fallout seventy six doing a concert? You know, don't tempt them. They might just do it. But yeah, pretty pretty slick there. Um, Call of Duty Vanguard player tramples opposing team with a micro tank. Uh, yes. Yeah, one of the one right. of the items that you can get in the game is this little micro tank that you can drive around, and the idea is you uh, can go and shoot people, blow them up with it, so you can you know hide behind cover and go take out your enemies. But apparently this thing's a little overpowered. Um, it it is it is not a kill streak reward. It is in fact an, a field upgrade, which means it's on a timer and it recharges throughout the match, so you can use it multiple times. But the the thing took somebody shooting a half a, or a full clip into it and it was still at half health. So it's extremely durable. Um, and it, uh, it will take down your enemies if you can get it in close to them and they apparently can't do anything about it. So I expect this will get nerfed pretty quick, but it's a pretty funny, uh, funny little moment from, from the game. Game balance is hard people. That's all I can tell you. Yeah. I don't know why Vanguard even exists, honestly. Like I watched some people streaming it and it's just like, Yeah. It's like it's like a weird like Call of Duty modern whatever, but then we set it in World War Two alternate universe where apparently they had holographic sights on their M1 Garands. Like oh, not wow. even joking. I saw a guy with a hollow sight <laughs> on his M1. I was like, mm. Mm, no, 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 that's not historically accurate. Uh, that's funny. Well, hey Jim, if I told you that you could uh, upgrade to Windows 11 and get 103% charge on your laptop battery. Would that sell you? Would that get you to upgrade? Uh, no, I would then be really concerned about the life of my laptop battery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently there's a bug in Windows 11 that triggered it to uh, think that the battery was at 103% charge. So... Uh, or 104%, excuse me, I don't want to undersell it. Yeah. Uh so yeah, that's just a funny little glitch. And then and then like your Dell laptop catches on fire because <laughs> well, well that was their own battery problem, but still the meme is still yes. alive. The burning yes. Dell. Um Hunter, do you know anything about chess? Like, you know, king to bishop 6, stuff like that. Well, yeah, or the chess, the world of competitive chess. You know what I bit. want? I would pay real money to watch Gary Kasparov play auto chess. Yeah, that would be interesting. Um, yeah. It came up, he's got a new chess website that'll help you learn how to play chess and, and up your game. Uh, you know, learn from the master, so to speak. And uh, in an interview while he was promoting it, he, it came out that... Apparently he's diamond five in Hearthstone and figures that he could get to legend rank if he pushed, which uh, not the person I expected to be a, a uh, Hearthstone junkie. 
Who would have thunk? Yeah. It's actually really cool. Um, even, even more reason for the auto chess to happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, clearly like he's what, playing video What games. kind of PR move would that be for auto chess? Like, they just pay this guy to to just do, like, one good public match of auto chess. Or yeah, honestly, if he's, on, if he's on Twitter, I, I need to just ask him, like, bro, have you ever <laughs> played auto chess? Do it, do it. Because now that we know his dark secret. That's right. That's right. Well, maybe he's too busy playing Hearthstone. He doesn't have time to, uh, or he's like to, to play he auto just, chess. He just says "fuck it" to chess and goes with Clash of Clans as a professional <laughs> esports. Oh no! Oh god, that's terrible. Um, Kasparov's pretty impressive, though, right? Like, I, oh I yeah, watch video of him. Like, there'll be a room full of people with chess boards, and he'll just like walk down the row playing chess against everybody mm-hmm. and wins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he's a master of the game, no question. Uh, I think literally a grandmaster, to to be fair. So, Hunter, I know we talked earlier uh, in the show about GPUs and how hard it's been to get uh, modern GPUs. Well, turns out that there's, you know, part of the reason for that is they're so valuable that uh, people are knocking over trucks and stealing them to get the video cards. Is this a GTA uh, mission or like? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, this is a literal, this literally happened in Southern California uh, recently where a truck, a semi tractor trailer full of um, NVIDIA RTX 30 series cards was stolen as they were being driven from San Francisco down to Southern California, the truck got hijacked. So, wow, you... video cards are the new carton of cigarettes. Well, you know I what's guess, interesting? Yeah. You know what? You know what's interesting about this is the article reads it in a funny way because it says here that in a post on the EVGA forums, a product manager confirmed that a shipment of the EGA, EVGA GeForce RTX 3000 or 30 series had been nicked out of a truck on their way to San Francisco to Southern California. And stated that the retail value of the cards on board ranged from like three hundred and thirty dollars to two thousand dollars, basically. But you're so. Are you saying that maybe he wrote that little phrase wrong that they stole the whole truck? Uh, I don't. I'm not entirely clear on that detail. Um, but you know, I I guess maybe if someone offers you a video card that fell off of the back of a truck, you'll you'll know what that means in this context. Yeah, no, no kidding. Uh, wow, that's that's ridiculous. So, so if you go to the actual form here, it says a shipment of the cards was stolen from a truck en route. So it looks like it looks like they were taken off the truck, and not the whole truck was stolen. If the whole truck was stolen, that's intense. But like, it looks like they were able just to steal like uh, uh, maybe a couple of boxes off the back. So a literal of these fell off the back yeah. of the truck. Kind I mean, of they thing. they could have caught it at a truck stop parked for the night and just busted right. the lock and you know it's like you don't know what's on there but you know let's bust it open and see oh hey jackpot yeah yeah maybe so because i'm sure that the truck didn't say like nvidia on the side no yeah, no you wouldn't I'm... want to advertise that would you 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 wouldn't download a shipment of graphics cards would you i i might <laughs> <laughs> so uh anton castillo the dictator from Far Cry 6's uh, faux Cuba 
is actually uh, emailing players of the game and telling them how disappointed he is in their performance. Wow, that's like when Samuel Jackson called me to tell me to go watch Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> so, you know, he's he's uh, mocking players, saying things like, surely you can do better than this in the emails. It's obviously just a, a marketing thing by Ubisoft to get people to, you know, play the game more. But uh, the the subject line was, you disappoint me. And the email says, I wanted to thank you for giving me free reign in Yara. Take it easy and know that Yara is in capable hand. So... <laughs> Uh, a little, little bit of fun there that Ubisoft's having. Yeah, so their... I heard, I haven't played the game, right? But what I've heard is, like, in the other Far Cry games, you interacted with the villain a lot. But apparently in this one, you never really meet him. Yeah, he shows up a couple times, you know, where you where you run into him and, it, or, his, and or his kid. Uh, I've played through maybe 20 hours of the game so far. Um, and I've, I've bumped into him, you know, I've... I've interacted with him a couple times but that's about it so it's a little different for sure does he have his cool tie fighter with the wings that fold down it he <laughs> does not strangely yeah yeah he's uh, a little more old school in far cry 6 beautiful beautiful restored old uh 50s cars in the game though it's really one of my favorite parts so 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 jim if you were if you were a Warhammer forty thousand fan, and I, I am you, a Warhammer enjoyer, and, yes, and you wanted to somehow enjoy your holiday season as a fan of Warhammer, what 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 do you think would be something that you would 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 get to help you enjoy the holidays as as being a Warhammer fan? I, w I would probably uh, want some direct interaction with Games Workshop, so I would make a fan video that uh, they would then contact me about suing me for. And <laughs> now what? Well, how about some uh, grim, dark, scented candles? Would that do it for you? Like, oh you know? my God, yeah, I saw that <laughs> shit. What? <laughs> did you see the blockbuster scented candle? That was... That's 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 fake, but yes, I did see that. Yes. yes. <laughs> no, this is this is real. Uh, Warhammer Forty Thousand celebrates the festive festive season with grim, dark scented candles. There's no time for peace in the forty first millennium, but apparently there's time for potpourri. <laughs> in the dark future, there is only Festivus. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Festivus yeah. Maximus. Oh. <laughs> So, um, so yeah. What are what are our scents here? Do we do we have a list of these scents? Uh, they they do, yeah. It's yeah, probably like Nurgle butt and yeah, uh, Slanesh, the the scent of delusion, um, Astra Militarum, the scent of death world. You've got Tau Ethereal, the scent of expansion. Uh, the Tyranids, <laughs> the scent of the great devourer, and. Uh, Dark, Dark angels. angels, tallow, the scent of faith. So they've got, you know, they they kind of hit all the bases there. Oh so well, they, uh, they, Tyranid, should Tyranids... like Gwyneth, they should have a Gwyneth Paltrow like sororitas vagina. Oh god! Oh, yeah, geez. no, I remember that Gwyneth smells Paltrow like heresy. That was like, oh god, terrible. What what a terrible product. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's that's the as a forty thousand fan. There you go. Yeah, enjoy your. 
Festivus <laughs> and Festivus Maximus. <laughs> um, so, yeah. so one of my one of my friends uh, loves to say that you know when he's getting ready to go hang out and surf the net that you know he 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 knows that someone somewhere on the internet is wrong and he needs to go tell them so. Oh, is he so, a Facebook fact checker? <laughs> no, but uh, we've had arguments where where someone's gone so far as to leak classified documents uh, to win an argument online. Wait, are you talking and about now, Jim? Like, right, are you talking about Jim right in front of him? I'm confused. No, here. he's talking about War uh, uh, War Thunder, where the guy like leaked out fucking top secret tank specs. Oh yeah. Yes, yeah, that was a that we talked about that a, a couple months ago. But now we have a New World player who killed over a thousand boars to prove that the luck stat in the game is working correctly. So clearly he was upset with people claiming that luck was wrong, and he uh, he went through and made sure you know that that he was getting the right distribution of of loot. So do not underestimate the the power of autism online. <laughs> Uh, yeah, something, right? So, uh, clearly, clearly dedicated some time to winning this argument. Uh, you know, kudos, kudos to you, sir. Oh man, and I'm pretty confident. I'm pretty confident that that person's a, a, a sir, not a ma'am. Just, just a wild guess. So, uh, so do you? Any of you guys have like a spare twenty five thousand dollars laying around anywhere? What, you need a 3090 uh, card or what? <laughs> <laughs> I got no, one in the back but, of a truck I can sell you. Yeah, there you go. Uh, it's, so, it's, it's weird when the truck is cheaper than the card that's in it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you do you uh do you fancy some baccarat? It's uh the French not that, not the not the uh, card game, but the French crystal manufacturer baccarat. Oh, I, I thought this was going to be like a lead ba into Baccarat, a James Bond yeah. thing. So uh, there is a Pokemon Pikachu fragment that could be yours for $25,000 uh, carved out of this crystal, crystal structure. I wouldn't pay that for a real electric rat. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. If we combine that with our story from earlier about the uh, data storage crystals... Then maybe I can actually write have, the. I could save my Pikachu game prog or my Pokemon say, have game all progress. Your Pokemon, all your Pokemon yeah. progress on that. Yeah. Wow, I keep my games in my amiibo. That is <laughs> fabulous. He he is twelve inches tall, so like it's not. I mean, you know, it's not nothing. You're getting you're getting something for the money. Uh, uh -huh. Well, if you need a stocking stuffer for me, Jim, for Christmas, because I know I'm hard to shop for, they do have a smaller. 5.7 inch Pikachu figure for only 440, and there's a Pokemon a Pokeball crystal which is uh, three inches, and that's only 410. So, you know, I'm willing to compromise here uh, on on the gift that you're going to get me. So don't feel obligated to go for the the full 25 grand. <laughs> oh man, um, wow! So that there's a there's a good bit of news there in there. <laughs> It took two episodes to kind of cover, but we uh, we definitely got some time though. Like, um, we're caught up, I think. Yeah, we're we're definitely in a in a caught up phase, and it's going to be another couple of weeks before there'll be even 
more craziness. I'm just I'm really thankful though. I'm I'm really excited about where we're at right now and then the gaming's kind of environment. I've just been so busy with IRL stuff that taking time to actually play a game is is like rough. But you know, I I really like the fact that I, I was able just to in, install and play right away Age of Empires four and I you know that's the first time in a while that I've actually really just enjoyed diving into a game you know it was challenging it has a lot of history stuff in there a lot of really neat accurate history informations in there um and then forza horizon 5 is a lot of fun they still had some like network issues with it but the general gameplay was still accessible and being able to unlock stuff was still accessible um so like that was fun you know so i could still play the game despite some of their um network connection stuff with other players um, the base game was still very playable um, and enjoyable. So, I mean, I really like Forza Horizon 5, and it seems like we're going to be getting a slew of really good, or at least what is hoped to be really good games here in the near future. There's a lot of uh, announced stuff that's coming out in the really soon. I'm looking forward to getting my hands on um, Jurassic, uh, was it Jurassic World uh, Evolution 2, I think, right? Is that what that's called? Yeah, um, yeah. Um, that one is coming or is out now. Um, I have it. I haven't played it, and that is the story of about that and I think six other games that I really want to play right now, and just haven't had time. I did finish Guardians of the Galaxy though, and really, really enjoy. It. Like, if you are a Marvel fan, and I feel like Marvel's a little overdone, maybe a lot overdone lately. Um, this is a fantastic return to some characters I really enjoyed. Um, it's not, not the movie version of these characters. It's definitely got some interesting, uh, differences from even the Marvel movies, other Marvel, um, for example, in Guardians of the Galaxy, Drax is the one who supposedly kills Thanos, um, which is a very different version of events, obviously, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, there's just so many great games right now. And then there's all the great multiplayer stuff that, you know, we, you guys have been enjoying uh, Star Citizen. I'm looking forward to getting a copy of that here uh, in a few weeks when it goes on sale. Um, I don't know, man. There's just there's so much going on right now. It's great. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. Also, I'm really excited, too, after working with you in our Discord here, getting um, um, my Play Night um, set up in, in a way that is very enjoyable. Uh, with some uh, add-ons and stuff like that that give the UI fresher looks, better sounds. Um, and the way that Play Night's working is they've also got their like um, their plug-in stuff like, built kind of like right in to the app now, so you don't have to go all the way through their forums and all this other stuff. You can actually um, get all their stuff directly, which is really nice. I really like it. Um, and then uh, then, yeah, so there you go. I uh I have been enjoying a plugin for Playnight called Start Page, which is in pretty rapid development right now. And you have to kind of go in and uh, one of the problems I know you had was finding where they move the add-ons because it's a little counterintuitive now. Um, but if you can go in there and configure it, it actually acts as a home page when you first launch Playnight. And you can customize it with all of your favorite games. It'll show your recently played games, your most played games. Uh, it's really been neat to see just how uh, 
you know, how much information you can kind of get on there. And it's a nice way to kind of jump in and just see, oh, hey, this is this is cool stuff that that I want to I want to check out. It shows you recent achievements, things like that. So uh, definitely and worth the, a look if you're using Play Night. Yeah. And the, the deduplicator thing is pretty slick, too, because if you have multiples of a game, let's say you've got a copy on GOG and Steam, it kind of combines them together into one. Uh, I would like to see that deduplicator thing work for xCloud. Um, mm -hmm. Because, you know, I've got, you know, like the origin version of Battlefield 5, but I also can play it through xCloud because I have access to that on xCloud. So stuff yeah, like it, that would be nice. It goes off of name of the game entry. And one of the things that I've noticed is EA has a tendency to slap extra shit on the end of the name, like Deluxe Edition or Ultimate Edition. And that... It thinks those are two separate games. If you just rename the origin one to uh, Battlefield 2042 instead of Battlefield 2042 Ultimate, it'll actually combine them automatically. Even if it's an xCloud thing? I believe so. I'm, I'm fairly sure. Yeah, because none of my xCloud stuff seems to be merging in with like mm, other stuff okay. which is a little shocking to me it, it may be it may be because xcloud support is an is a plugin you may have to go into duplicate finder and tell it it's okay to do xcloud games it may not be enabled by default since it's an add-on gotcha 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 are there any games out there that have been interesting you jim lately it's all all forza horizon all the time like playing it right now i've run into a race that is such a bitch and it's got a reward that i that i actually want it's like the way to get the delorean oh and it's not 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 a dance i'm i'm shocked yeah oh no man i got my pink hot pants and my penny loafers <laughs> and all my super wheel spins mm. were blown on retarded stuff yeah that's that's a little irritating but anyway yeah so the delorean i have to win this this like race thing and it's got the drive the drivatar difficulty like forced it like extremely stupid and like the only thing that i can do is tweak the car to try to have like the optimal 800 point a spec car for this race and it specifically has to be this porsche it's a it's a cayman gts and it's like there's only so much I can do. Mm. And and like so I put all my stuff into into launch speed, right? Because if I get out in front at the beginning of the race, I can hold it. But the way that it's been, like even at an 800 spec auto tune on the car, um whenever the race starts, like the entire pack just bolts away from me. And, and mm. it's like, but how? You know, so I just went into the thing like for the last 10 minutes, I've been tweaking this car and I got it up to like a 10 acceleration and a 10 launch. And, and it's just like, well, let's just see if I can be a straight line bullet. Because if I can if I can win in the, the initial launch of the race, maybe I can just uh, like defend my lead by uh, like physical like hockey checking <laughs> You know, mm, like shoulder mm. check them off the road whenever they try to pass me or something. I don't know, but I'm finding it to be kind of interesting. It's like I finally found a, a race that is giving me shit, and and it's just like okay, that's cool. Um, that one, my one beef about uh the way that they did stuff in Forza Seven was you would always start at the back of the pack, and it'd be like, hey, it's a three lap race, and you have to go from twelfth to first. 
So the only way to do that is very unsportsmanlike conduct, uh, as opposed to like how an actual race works, where you're trying to not like slam the other drivers into the wall. Yeah, yeah, it's a little so, different. Yeah, it, it it encourages a bad play style, and then you go online and people are like, oh yeah, like that first turn is is just like a massacre in every race online because everybody tries to do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That's why I way, prefer games that actually give out penalties and stuff like iRacing does. So I so I see now too um, on this play night thing where I've actually fixed it because I did not include game or xCloud in the sources. So ah, okay. so now that I've included that, it's it's deduped all those uh, into one thing. So now I've got. Uh, it, th this is really slick now. This is this is super nice, but. Uh, yeah, I love it. So it is. It is uh, free, which is obviously wonderful, and it manages to do the best job I've seen of combining all the different libraries. Um, I don't know. I I am just uh, really really pleased with it. I think there's, you know, there's always a few things you'd like to fix. Um, but this, the theme, the the way it displays your games, um, being able to browse different things, all of that, uh, I'm, I have no complaints about. And then you add in the emulated game support, and it's it's kind of amazing. I mean, uh, there's so much that that you can do with the emulators, where it auto scans and imports the uh, games that you have. And so it knows, oh, hey, yeah, you've got, you know, these um, emulated Game Boy Advance games on your on your hard drive and, and I'll add them to your library. And you can do all the quick filtering now, which is something that was just added in Play Night 9, where you can set up multiple filters and save them. And then you can quickly jump between different filters. So I have like a filter for each emulated system. So I can just look at my Super Nintendo games or I can just look at my, uh, you know, my... Uh, original xbox games so i i just can't uh can't say enough good things about play night really really happy with it yes indeed we're fans of it around here well this has been our second part of our news episodes and we're look, looking forward to getting back into doing more podcasts for you guys now that we've kind of let some things settle down uh but you guys can catch more of us over on discord.otherworlds.gg that's where we have all this and more, plus community nights. We're always down to have fun or play something. Most of the time we are, at least. Uh, there's plenty of community members here to find games to play with. Um, we do have a couple of game servers. We've got a Minecraft server. We do have a Unreal Tournament 2004 server. And we're looking at uh, some other possibilities out there as well. And then, yeah, what else we got, Malify? Am I missing something? Um... No, I think we're we're kind of talking about uh, doing a Christmas giveaway. We don't have all the details nailed down, but I think we'll we'll definitely do something for our community to uh, celebrate the holidays and give somebody giving, a, giving away some of those candles. That's right. <laughs> yes, we're gonna get we got a shipment of Warhammer scented candles. Uh, we're gonna give those away. That would be perfect. Yes. yes so yes, yeah, yes. the be the best way to find out all this stuff, engage with us, engage with all the other great people in the community, is to join our Discord. So definitely come hang out. One hundred percent. All right. Well, this has been episode number forty-one. Yeehaw.